Biatch. I'm broadcasting from the Hilton Gardens in Toledo, Ohio. Hilton Gardens Inn. Awesome people for uh, hooking me up with a nice room this weekend at the Toledo Funny Bone. I've been here a bunch of times. Cool place. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you, John, for booking me. I love you guys. Um, I want to kiss you both on the mouth sexually. And uh, oh, I want to thank uh, the good people at uh, Kansas City, the Improv Comedy Club. Jeff and everybody on the staff there. Really cool time last week. Um, and uh, another thank you to Bob Cameron, my buddy who booked me at uh, Nashville and uh, Zany's Comedy Club, with my buddy Steve O. If you missed that show, man, you missed a fun time. What a cool dude he is. I always like working with him. So, uh, okay, well, tonight we have a, a pretty cool show. Uh, my guest is a cool dude, Mike E. Winfield. You've seen him on a show called The Office, and you've seen him on Late Night with David Letterman. And we're going to be talking about comedy and uh, some other stuff. You can catch him at uh, BigAssTeeth.com. Probably the greatest name for a website ever. BigAssTeeth.com. Cool dude. I got to spend the week with him. We uh, went out, did some writing actually, and uh, handed out a bunch of tickets for the show. We had great shows. Tonight's our last show. Uh, it's Sunday night, and then I'm back to uh, Columbus, Ohio, and... And uh, some other stuff. I got some big uh, projects coming up, some new, uh, some big announcements for you. So hang in uh, for those because uh, I got some stuff cooking. You know I always do. Anyways, great show today. Stay tuned for my friend Mike E. Winfield. You ever fart so hard you crack your back? Man, I'll tell you what. I ate Mexican food the other day and I, I had to see a chiropractor. You got to be careful. It's disgusting, but I want to tell a story. I was, uh, I quit eating fast food about a year ago, and then I started again recently, and um, I'll never do that shit again. I'll give you the rest of that story in a minute, because uh, there's a knock at my door, and I think it's comedian Mike E. Winfield. We'll be right back. Smoke weed. Okay, we're back. Sorry. So like I was saying, I quit eating fast food like a year ago, and I was pretty hungry the other day. Like, wow, this, this is like a month ago. So I went to Burger King, and I went to the drive-thru, and I ate a Burger King burger, and I shit myself for three days. Three days I was shitting my pants. So uh, I know this fast food's poison, you know. So that, but that's it. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Fast food, I avoid it. It's on my uh, no list um, because... I don't need any help shitting my own pants. I can do that without Burger King's help. Um, yeah, there you go. All right, well, uh, the, my friend just walked in, Mike Winfield. Like I said before, you might have seen him on The Office, very popular show, uh, and uh, the Late Night with David Letterman. Or is it Late Night? 
It is. Do they still call it that? They do call it okay. late night. Yes. And uh, a bunch of other stuff, man. He's he's a future superstar, I think. I've got to watch you all week. I you know I don't like watching comics, but I would duck in there now and then because I I like your stuff. Yeah. And uh, you're you're a hell of a writer. And I noticed that like we've hung out through the week, and almost you almost never don't have a notebook in front of you. Like if we're at a restaurant, the coffee shop, you've got a notebook and you're writing shit down. Yeah, man. I, um, Prolific writer. That's my plan, man. And I feel like the only way to be there is to do these type of practices. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I give credit to the, quote, Jay-Z's that claim to not write and do all that. And it's right. probably true in some cases, man, but I started off pen and paper. I'm pen and paper, man, and I'm. Uh, that's all I want to do. Yeah, I enjoy the craft. It's working because your 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 stuff on stage is hilarious. Thank you, thank I mean, you. You, man. you um, have a knack for finding observations that other comics have not yeah, found man. yet. Hey man, I feel like once you you get a premise, sometimes you scratch the surface. But if you dig at that same premise, mm -hmm. you're going to keep digging stuff, and you're going to touch something that hasn't been touched. Man, it's like uh, yeah, it's like a woman somehow. A lot of women don't let me touch them. <laughs> yeah, but if they let you touch them that first time and they let you do it, eventually you're going to keep touching them in places where they're like, I haven't felt this before. Yeah, like it, sometimes I'll fuck a girl and the first couple times it's a little awkward, but then yeah. once we get familiar with each other, the sex gets better and better. Right, and then you keep uncovering stuff and then she loves you. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do to audiences. You're trying to make love to them. Make, make love to them. passionate love to them. Yeah, and when I leave after the show and they're walking out and they yell stuff like, I love you, I've hit their spot. You have. You hit their their uh, philosophical G spot. Yeah, their Iranish, Iranian something. I, what I like to do is I finger blast everybody who's been in my show. On yeah, the way I can out see the that. I yeah. finger them. I, I thought you did that on stage. It looks like you really blast them. Yeah, they love there. it. People yeah. love it. They do. You know? They do. Sometimes I'll get a whole hand up there. Right. See, man, I'm unable to just finger bang audiences, man. I no. kind of have to gently give it to them. Yeah, yeah you're more gentlemanly. I just tend to cram it in there. Yeah. You, you kind of, you know, make them feel comfortable. And but there's an art in each approach, man. There's <laughs> definitely an artistic value in different approaches, you know? So tell me about the Letterman thing. Man, Letterman was amazing, How'd man. you get the gig? Let me tell you. Um, the booker at the time was a traveling comedian, and I had met him two years previous, just uh -huh. opening for him. I was middling at the time. And then I just happened to bump into him in a college conference in the lobby. And he's like, hey, you're in town? Come to my showcase. You know, come to my seminar. I go to a seminar, and this is so outrageous. During the seminar, he's referencing me. Oh, Like, cool. yeah, you know, Mike here, he does this. And, you know, this is something you should do in Mike here. And I'm like, really? You know? You're like, I should be getting a check for this shit if you're <laughs> going to base your seminar after. Wow, you know, it, was, it was pretty interesting. And then he, <laughs> yeah. he invites me to um, just do a set on the showcase that evening. Uh -huh. And I do a set. I'm happy with the set. You uh -huh, know? Seven minutes? Yeah, seven minutes. Okay. And he calls me the next morning. He says, I have a spot for you on Letterman. I'm wow. Like, no shit. Like, that was That's as amazing, random man. as possible. That's you awesome. Know? It's great, man. Because when people ask me, they're like, did your agent, did someone get this for you? It just happened through work uh -huh. and hustle, man. And the right place happened. at the right time. Yes. Who you know. And after I got it, yeah, it took a couple months for me to actually get it aired. You know, I got bumped a few times, you know. That happens. You know, but man, what an experience.
Letterman, nice guy? Amazing. Did he try to molest you like his interns? No, he didn't, man. Uh, he didn't, always he didn't. a bridesmaid, never yeah. a bride. He was so nice. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I was waiting to be nervous, but I was so prepared. But oh, I'm yeah. thinking, this is a big stage. My nerves are going to kick in. And it never happened. You just had fun. I never got nervous. And then I'm like, when is this going to happen? And I just went and did a set, had fun. And it was great, man. It turned out better than I could imagine. Now, did that lead to the office, or had you been on the office before that? That led to the office. Excellent. And yeah. you were like the warehouse guy in the office, yeah, right? Yeah, the warehouse guy, man. So it's You're like, the other black guy Yeah, the, the other office. other black guy. Craig Robinson? Stanley, you know. Is that his name in it? Craig Robinson. No, his name's Daryl Philbin. I, I think I did an audition with Craig Robinson, and we did an improv scene together once years ago. Yeah. And he's a hell of a talented... He is. God, he he is. comes up with really funny stuff out of nowhere, man. Yeah, funny dude, man. And he comes from the comic background, which is great. So, uh -huh. you know, during breaks or offset, we had a lot to talk about because we had a lot of relatable stuff. Like, mm -hmm. we did similar festivals. We hit some of the same clubs. So, it was easy, you know? And being on set of the office, amazing. Yeah, that's got to be... Man, let me tell you... Now, that would make me nervous. The talent is impeccable. Sure. Man, you're talking dudes that come from acting backgrounds. You oh, yeah. Know? Like, we've been doing stand-up for a while, so we get the talent. We get that part about, you know, the stand-up. We know that muscle. But there's a whole nother level of acting, man. It's, oh, yeah. It's nothing you perfect in, like, a couple years. It's something that It's like a martial art. You're always nurture. Yes. And, I mean, I was very impressed. Very impressed, man. That's a, that's what a cool thing that is. Yeah, man, because I was a fan, so let's say they were on someplace else recording i would walk into the actual office uh-huh you know surreal i'm sitting at stanley's desk man right. and like i'm where jim's and pam sits i'm like this is crazy i'm touching stuff you did know? you ever think you'd get to that level growing up in uh in in baltimore did baltimore, you ever think man. you know one day i'm gonna be in hollywood uh, on tv and no no because that wasn't really my plan i didn't have a plan you know like I remember being in, uh, I want to say, seventh grade. The first thing I ever saw, my cousin had this um, VHS of Eddie Murphy Raw. That was oh, the first yeah. Thing that, that's one of the, th the things that got me into comedy. Yeah. That was a real game changer. One of, the, one of the best produced comedy uh, uh, movies that I think I've ever seen. It was unbelievable to see this guy cuss in front of this big group of people, man, and they loved him. Oh, he yeah. got paid to do this. I'm like, wow, that's some job? That's a career? I could do that? And then, you know, no, man, I didn't think, but now it's that part of me that's like, I'm in the game now. Yeah, yeah. You know, this stuff is a reality to me now. I've been on a TV show, man. I've been on Yeah, and now you're, you're headlining you know? clubs all over the country. Yeah, man. This is like... And you're about to do a three-week stint in Canada. Yeah, I'm on my way to Winnipeg and Edmonton for the You're on fire, weeks. man. Hey, man, things are going well, and I'm just enjoying the ride, man. And I'm just like, I'm looking for new experiences just to have more stuff to write about and just live life, you know? Sure. Yeah. That's pretty exciting, man. Right, right. That's great. Well, when you when you blow up and get your own TV show or movie, I expect you to hire me as a writer, and if not, I'm going to be very uh, disappointed. I like your look, man. I want you in it, you know? You can write also, but I want you to be, like, be in scenes. Yeah, you know, I'm too good looking to... Yeah. to uh... Right, right, that's true. <laughs> you know, you, uh, you. We were talking about it the other day. We both look like us. <laughs> yes. There's yeah. no like if you you couldn't be a criminal. No. Because no. you are 
You look like you. It's impossible for me. I'm, what he look you like? Know what? He looked like Mike Winfield. <laughs> they would just describe. Yeah, he had this, that, and like Mike Winfield. Yeah, that yeah. was him. It actually was him. There's no mistake in it. Yeah. Me and my brother have these big Frankenstein scars on our head. <laughs> We've got, you know, there's no mistaking who we are. It's, it, but I think that that kind of played in your favor, especially like um, with stuff like getting acting work. Yeah, yeah. It's like they know the moment I walk in if they want me or not. They're like that guy has a great look. And, yeah, and it's or a, that and it's guy a cool doesn't look. Work. <laughs> well, good. good you no, know, you have yeah. a really cool I'm look, glad, man. man. It's very. Right. You have like this hip uh, uh, kind of uh, look that uh, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, yeah, it's indescribable. You, yeah, yeah, and you look like different <laughs> people, I guess. Like that could you could. Oh. You could probably do a lot of impressions of like Yeah, man, you know, at different angles, man. I I can cover a lot of different people. You got the Andre 5000 thing yeah, going yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, not even 3 like 5000, man. It's an accelerated it, Andre 3000. Is it 3000? Right? Yeah, 3000. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 5000. Yeah, level, you're man. even more Andre than Andre. Yeah, yeah I know. Andre, <laughs> Why did I get 5000? I don't know, man. This is the new him. He may have reinvented himself. He should. Like Diddy, you know, he changes his name every He's day. He's up to 5,000 about yeah, now. Yeah, I want to believe that. And the poor other guy from Outcast, nobody knows who the fuck he is. You know what? He's, he's getting no movie roles. He's not getting movie roles, man, but he probably has a, a fan base somewhere. I guarantee you he's got all kinds of projects that we've heard of that we don't know he's behind. Exactly. That's you how know? we do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't rap forever. No. Sometimes you got to put the mic down. A 50-year-old you know? rapper, is that really going to work? You know what, man? There are some, but it doesn't. It doesn't work. You know? My rap name is Centrum Silver, motherfucker. <laughs> right. That shit don't work. No, no. So, Rapping about Depends and yeah, that, you yeah. know. Like, come on, man. How, how thug are you still? You've been rich for the last 30 years, you know? I don't Walkers know. are not gangster. They're not. They're not. Mm. To a, yeah, it's just not going to work. But that's cool, and uh, you're you're living uh, part of the time in Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah, I do some stints in Sacramento. You know, I do the rest of the time in Los Angeles, and uh, um, two different, entirely different areas, man. You go from like slow to just rapid, fast pace, women, drugs, yeah. everything, all in one bubble. You know? But you're not really a women drugs kind of guy. No, not at all, man. But, you know, it's fun to watch. It's like real life TV. Yeah. That's how LA feels, man. It's like it's a television show that you just are in all the time. You're just walking around. Oh, yeah. It's good not to get sucked into it, though. It's too... Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, that's not really my problem. That not really tempted too much by some of the things, you know? See, I was. That's why I kind of got chewed up and spit out by, by Los Angeles a couple of times, because... When I was a kid, I went out there to, when I was young, and it was all just, I'm here for partying. Yeah. Not for the work, just to party. Right. And then when I was out there for the History Channel project that I just did, it was like, um, it was more business, man. You mm -hmm. know, I wasn't distracted. And I think if you want to succeed in Los Angeles, you can't get distracted and all that bullshit, man. Yeah, I believe it. it. It'll destroy you. But you have a nice, you're, you're married for 11 years to a wonderful woman who seems yeah. to be uh, uh, your support. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's uh, she's the backbone, man. Uh -huh. She handles all my social networks so I don't have hoes hit me up saying all types of crazy stuff. Oh, really? Do you, do, do man, she responds on my social network as me <laughs> and at the end types, Mike's wife. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? no. So, man, like, I don't get caught up. 
Because so if a chick types on your Twitter, I want to fuck Mike Winfield. Your wife is like she'll respond like you know um, blah 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 blah. You know that's not gonna happen. You know, but thank you for supporting. And uh, this is Mike's wife. Have you tried to tell her stop cock blocking me? <laughs> nah, man, because I don't want to lose her. You know, she, you know. No, she sounds awesome. Yeah, man, she's an amazing person. Man. You talk about her a lot, like when we're just uh, hanging out. You you really love the woman. I need to find that in my life. Yeah, man, because it's good to have someone that's not. I mean when she's not getting overtaken by emotions mm-hmm. the logical side of her is incredible and you, you need were telling someone. me she's like one of the smartest people you know yeah and that's the thing man you need someone that can be very blatantly honest with you uh-huh. about every situation and know how to handle things and with me I have a very strong naive side mm-hmm. so it helps me to have someone very solid and <laughs> yeah. grounded I'm very naive man about a bunch of give me an of example stuff. man let me oh man like I don't People just tell me anything, and sometimes I just buy it. I want to have an example. I do. I just, I know that about myself, which helps. And she like, doesn't let you slip up and, and believe people's shit. She'll tell yeah. you, that guy's full of shit. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, that's her excellent. role. That is her role. Right. Right. So, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you got a lot of stuff going on, man. What do you think of Toledo? Is this your first time here? First time in Toledo, unless um, Bowling Green is in Toledo. It, I don't know. I, I think don't know it is. Either. I think it's nearby. Yeah. Because I performed at the college before, man. And, you know, I'm enjoying it, man. It's just like. It's uh, been a fun week. It's pretty, man, it is, man. People are happy to come out. They're laughing. They're drinking, man. That's what I do, man. I'm providing a service. I'm having people get away from the crap that's going on in their lives for about an hour and a half. And you make them forget all their problems yeah. and their bullshit. I get to just, tell some jokes, man. You know, It's good, man. It is great. It is. So I'm enjoying it, man. I'm just um, trying to see what I'm going to do next. That's one of the things, man. I'm always like, all right, what's next? What's next? You know. I think the hour's special. Yeah, man. You know what? Why not? I think Why that's the next thing. Not. I understand you have offers for an hour special on different uh, yeah, on man. cable stations, and I, I think you should do it, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, all the greats have put out something, and they've gotten better. You know, uh-huh. no one puts it out where they've peaked out. You know, you put it out, and you keep working. So it's that part of me that just wanted to get better the entire time, so I didn't want to do it. But now I'm like, you know, when I get it, I'll be ready because I'm ready now. You're ready now. I've been. I, I from what I've seen, you're definitely ready, man. Okay. Yeah. Your material's definitely on point. So like, yeah. Like I'm jealous of your writing. You know, <laughs> I go up and fuck with the crowd and uh, you know make up silly songs and it's just you know. Hey man, we. It's nothing they're going to give you an hour special about. We've spoken before about the grass is greener though. Like I said, man, you going out and talking crap about people is stuff that a lot of people yeah. wish they had in them. To get away with what you say, I don't believe it sometimes. I'm like, wow. I can't either. He just told this guy that he was going to finger bang the chick he's with. And they're both laughing about this. Like, yeah. wow. I never would have imagined. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll say shit and feel bad about it afterwards. But, you know, you got to wonder. I don't think Don Rickles or Aries Spears or somebody like that ever feels any remorse for shit they say on stage. They'll just say it. And if you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah, man, but it's hard to go from a person who probably has, like, a heart to <laughs> just not having it. You know, so maybe you can't transition to that point where you don't care. I guess yeah. You, are, I, you are who you are. You're saying if I work hard, I can grow into being a complete asshole. If you really want to be, you can, but I don't know if you'll be able to because of who you are already. You right. are who you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, like, I can't be a dick. 
You know? No, it's tough. It's rare, man, you know? That's why I have to have my wife so she can be the dick to everyone. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah. And your yeah. wife is the bad cop. Because I'm unable. Yeah, you ever man. been arrested? Um, no, I sat in a cop car once, but that was because I had called the police on my wife. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> and when they came, they put me in a cop car because they didn't have the, the facts straight. <laughs> so I sat in the back of the cop car just for a little bit while they got the story straight, and then they let me out. Why'd you call the cops on your wife? That's yeah, wild. Because, man, you know, women think they could just touch you all types of ways. You know, this was a lot of years back. You know, sometimes, man, you got to involve the law. And a lot of people are like, that's a bitch move. Well, that's why the law's there. Well, the law's not, it ain't a bitch move if you think she's going to stab you. Hey, man, the law's the place. If, if she comes after you and you hit her, then you're going to jail. I'm put away, right. And you're right. like, well, she was beating the shit out of me before I threw one punch. And this, man, everyone thinks when the guy, uh, the guy's the victim of domestic violence, everybody thinks it's funny. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like if your homie showed up, man, and he had those sunglasses, you're like, man, you you crying, man? Like, Are you going on Oprah? Did she hit you? Did it hurt? Like <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you talk about that on stage? I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have. There's a section. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't pulled it out this week because I'm trying to. Uh, I'll save that maybe for the second special. <laughs> yeah. Do it. That's good shit. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. It's really. Oh, wife beating the shit out of you is pretty funny, actually. Right. Right. This has an act out and everything uh, with it. Yeah. So, so uh, what? You're you're pitching shows around Hollywood right now. That's my plan, man. You know, I just gotta um, line up the meeting and go in. I have the projects. I'm just um, I got like sitcoms, reality shows, and I just now you have a show, right? Yeah, it's called Offbeat. It's on the Fuse Network. It's like a music themed comedy clip show. I feel bad because I don't watch TV much. I don't, don't even work. know what Fuse Network is. It's like I'm a music sorry. network. It's oh, cool. Like, um, it's like a MTV, but they only play music videos. Awesome. Like, the so great part like, about Fuse is they do. They focus on music only. And MTV don't play music videos They anymore. used to. They don't anymore. They don't really. Yeah, you know? So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's great, man. It's just great to get opportunities. And now, you know, along with that, I'm just pushing for the next thing. You know? I'm like, I'm out there, and I enjoy being a part of other people's stuff. You know? That's fun. But now I'm like, I want to create. I want my voice to be heard. Sure. My voice in art is what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're just getting started, personally. I think um, you've got a, a, a lot of cool stuff coming down the down the pike for you from what I've seen. Uh, you have good management. You're um, in the right city. You have a good uh, support base with your wife uh, when she's not beating the shit out of you. Yep. And, uh, you know, you're doing all the right things. Yeah, All I'm saying is, I want to ride your coattail straight to the top. You got it. You got it. You know. I'll gladly bring you along. I'll run and get your coffee. Excellent. Whatever. Cool. Cool. Y you know. Yeah. I like a white chocolate latte with an uh, extra shot. I can make it happen. Right. I'm your bitch. <laughs> Don't tell your wife I said that. <laughs> right. What right. does he mean he's your bitch? Yeah, she's pissed off, man. She sounds awesome, though. She's amazing, man. She is, like, the only chick that could do what she does. 11 years. 11. That's why I'm not tempted, man, because it's like these other girls, man. It's like, of course, girls are girls. You know, they look whatever. But the work, you can't you can't replace that. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a complete package. It's not just the butt, you know? No. Yeah. <laughs> and it shouldn't be, you know? Right. So we got one more show tonight, 7 o'clock. 
It's uh, going on four, I think. Man, time's yeah. flying wow. by. Wow. Now, do you do you uh, have a work? Do you work out? Do you? Hey, man, I used to, but I came up with this dumbass thing that okay, if you're not if you're not gonna lift weights, then write a joke. Okay. So every time I'm like, I need to work out. I'm like, I don't feel like we'll write a joke. Do so, something productive. Yes. So every time, well, that's why I look like I look. So I chose the road to write you the You look jokes. good, though. You're, you're vegetarian, so you're thin. Yeah, I eat well. So I'm healthy. You uh-huh. know, and, um, you know, if I can play basketball, do something active, you know, I will do it. But I'm not hitting any weights. No. What about, and you were telling me that uh, we both do are into the meditation thing. I yeah, think that's man. pretty cool. I'm, I'm sliding into hypnosis, man. Like, just to get a relaxed. Self-hypnosis? Well, no. I was actually seeing, uh, I was being hypnotized by a doctor. But she um, told me how you do it, self-hypnosis, uh-huh. too. So even though I'm still going to see her, I'm doing a little on my own, too. And That's I, interesting. Yeah, man. Tell me about that. It's great, man. You walk in, you talk for a while, she gets a feeling, she takes some notes of what you're looking for and what's going on in your world, and then you just lay there, and then you just relax, and you get calm, and she calms you down with words, and then she feeds your subconscious, like... Everyone knows about the right and left brain, but they don't mm-hmm. know specifically that there's the, the, the other brain, the subconscious brain that never sleeps. It's always on. We know our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is the one that we talk with, the one that we say no about, the one that says, no, nah, don't do that. Uh. But the subconscious is the one that you want to feed what you want it to do so it can progress you in ways you want to go. And I'm... Uh, I'm telling myself stuff, man, and I'm seeing it happen, like mm-hmm. success and greatness and results and production and, you know, um, loved, you know, creativity, you know, like I'm feeding it these things and it's just, it's manifesting in life. It's dope. It, yeah, it's interesting. You, you, and, uh, you gave me some tips on, on some, because uh, I meditate and you told me a couple things that I found interesting. I'm going to actually try about programming or reprogramming your your yeah. subconscious um, because I, I do think that stuff works um, we only use 10% of our brain I think when if you could tap into your subconscious you're gonna open it up to a higher percentage and man you hear about it all the time it's like cliche almost how powerful the mind is mm-hmm. it is it is it's remarkable man and if you do the research on your brain it's it's a dynamic tool well, you can just open up so many just things, in, just in your life in general. Well, yeah, I study martial arts, and uh, a lot of the higher-level guys that I talk to are into meditation. And I don't know the connection between martial arts and meditation exactly, but I know they kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. And I've noticed since I started I've no- meditating regularly, I- I've noticed some changes for the better in my, in my whole life. And... Um, like, um, I'm more positive, I'm more focused. Uh, I've noticed my dreams at night are more vivid. Mm. And, I'm, and I'm, like, starting to remember my dreams, like, right. a lot of them. It's really interesting. Um, but I, I do think that meditation is a, a tool that you can use to improve every aspect of your life. And it sounds like you've got that locked down and you know how to do it. Man, I'm learning. I am learning, man. I believe life is a mental game, man. Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing physical activities or what, the mental aspect is what puts you over the next person. 
I'm listening to this same thing going on in basketball. Everyone can dunk. Everyone can do all this athletic stuff. But the ones that can over out thank you, yeah. you know, they're the ones, man. And it's the same with comedy. There's a lot of talents, man. But, you know, it's something in challenging your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you, if you're... Um Personally, my experience, when I was drinking whiskey every night, like a bottle of whiskey, eating fast food, drinking soda, smoking cigarettes, my mind was was clouded and poisoned. And you, and, and you being a, a vegetarian, I think, plays into your healthy mindset, uh, uh, leaks into having a healthy body True. and a healthy life. You know, if, if your body is unhealthy and you're ingesting all this poison, then, right. then your thoughts are going to be poisoned. You know, another thing about being vegetarian for me, man, is it's it's a discipline that I had to teach myself that I can say no to something. Sure. So if I can easily go out here and just say no to some of my former favorites like seafood and mm-hmm. meat and stuff like that, I can say no to anything, man, because you're tempted with food wherever you go. When you're in the Midwest, there's not vegetarian places. It's not a big, no, it's big thing out here. Especially you know? when you're on the road. It's exactly, impossible to eat exactly, healthy. Exactly, man. So, you know, I, I, I learned something within just feeding myself healthy food is that I can be disciplined to say no to stuff. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so sometimes it's bigger than what it is. You Saying know? no is difficult. Yes, it Believe is, Believe me, you know. Right. So, okay, Travel stories. Do you have an interesting, funny, whatever kind of tr- some 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 travel story that stands out in your mind? Have you been all over the world or? Uh, uh kind of not really. I want to say the farthest I went is Montreal. Oh, um, the Montreal Comedy Festival. I went to the comedy. That's festival always a good time. A couple times. I've done that. Know? It was wonderful. You know, I do have. Um, I'm headed to Canada to Winnipeg and Edmonton. That's coming up. Where uh, Mexico? Uh, what were you doing in Mexico? Man, I was just on a cruise. Well, tell me about it, that. I went with the radio station, man, and it was live. You and, used to have a radio show. Yeah, I was part of this morning show in Sacramento, and we did this thing every year. I forgot the title of the cruise, but you know, everyone, come on, let's go on a cruise, and we go. Awesome. And it wasn't like the hot spot, like Cancun or anything, man. We went to some rough spots, oh, but it was yeah. fun, man. You know? And, man, you know what? I was drinking heavy, like, this is like, I want to say like eight years ago or something, man. I was drinking hardcore, man. Right. And um, I just, I know it was fun. I know I was, dr- man, but I was drinking. Like, it was that point where you don't even... The, the world's spinning. I remember. Someone has to be responsible for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a babysitter. Yeah, man. Like, if I didn't have that person, man, I'd still be in Mexico right now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, man, I wasn't vegetarian then, so just eating. I was living it up. Right. And I think that's... Were you married? What, yeah, I was married. She was there. She was there oh, somewhere. Wow. I don't remember her, but I know she was there. Oh, no. And, man, you know what I remember is that I was, like... That was early years comedy. Yeah. So once you get in, you get a spot of traveling. People know you. It goes to your head sometimes. And I'm like, I'm the biggest thing in the world. Right. I'm only like two years in, you know, with little minor success on the local scene. And I thought I was killing the game, you know. 
Cause I got it. I, I didn't have to pay for the cruise. They just wanted me on it. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it was dreamland, and uh, most of the stories I remember from that are not even stories. I just know I was drunk the entire right. time. Man. Do you have any travel story that stands out? Man, right. That's the premise right now. Um, travel story that stands out. Okay. All right. I went to Spokane, Washington. Okay. Yes, and man, um, it was like a four-nighter in different places. And triple then, run? Um, yeah, I think it may have been a okay. triple run, right. If and, you don't know triple runs in the comedy world, they're notorious for being interesting runs of gigs. One-nighters, where you're in one town one night, another yeah. town another night. You don't know if it's a great gig or a horrible gig. You don't know. It's just... <laughs> right. A lot of weird shit. Does it pay okay? Hey man, I was headlining, but it wasn't. <laughs> I wouldn't call it okay. <laughs> I would call you were doing it more for the experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't covering any so, bills, man. So you're in Spokane. It was enough to survive. First, we were somewhere near Spokane, and we were both me and the uh, middle lack. We were like, man, I don't feel like driving. You feel like driving? He was like, no, nah, I don't feel like driving anymore either, right? So we we're like, fuck it. Let's get a flight, <laughs> man. So we got a flight from somewhere in Portland to Spokane, Washington, because the plan was to drive, and the drive was supposed to be like three hours or something, and we both just tanked on wanting to drive. So It's like a 10-minute flight. Man, we bought <laughs> these these 170-something-dollar flights, man, and just flew to That's Spokane. That's probably like half your pay. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't make any money, man. And then we get to Spokane, and it's just run down. It's terrible, man. And we go to the show, and it's just drunk. It's packed with all people just don't care about life. You know, I'm up there trying to throw my jokes, man. And they're like, yeah, just, you know. So now I'm bringing out a part of me I don't normally do. I'm talking crap to the audience. I'm like, shut up, man, with your big (laughs) ass head. You know, like, we're going back and forth. Then this... um, this old lady, this old lesbian lady is just like saying stuff and I'm getting her. And I don't know what I'm saying, but I know I'm winning based off the crowd response and I finally have the audience because she's coming to me and I'm getting her. And she's so pissed off. She's like front row center. She stands up while I'm on stage, walks to the stage and takes this slow left-handed punch. It's like the slowest. She swings at you. She swings at me with the slowest I'm like, this is the longest, slowest punch I've ever seen in my life, man. And I'm like, of course I got out of the way. It was the slowest punch. You could step out of the way, no problem. Yeah, right. This is the one punch I could have took and I'd have been like, huh. <laughs> you know? Like a fly landing and, on you. Man, let me tell you, for the whole rest of the show, it was about how slow that lady's punch was. Man. That's and awesome. Then, and she got like the security that wasn't existent. Just some random people pulled her out the show. Oh, and man. They dragged her out. I'm like, man, I almost got punched out by an old lesbian woman, man. I don't it's, think she would have punched you out with that punch. Huh? No, no. I could have caught it with my hand, man, yeah. and laughed at it and pushed her back. It could have looked like Bruce Lee. That <laughs> right, could have been an old movie star catching old people's punches. Yeah, if you're at a gig and people are trying to punch you, you yeah. may want to get a new agent. Yeah, right. That's when it's time, man. Um, but hilarious to see this woman swing. You know, I was never, I never felt threatened. Yeah. It's one of those no. times, man. You know, I didn't feel threatened that night. You know, I've been threatened. I've had people threaten to kick my ass, but nobody's ever done anything. Yeah, right. They see me in the parking lot, they don't do shit. Yeah, right. I had a run-in with some radio douchebags, and they had all their fans come after me, and they were threatening me and all this shit. And I was like, dude, I'm at the fucking funny bone tomorrow. 
They never show up, man. They don't. They don't. They're tough online or in the audience, but right. in real life, when it comes down to it, they're cowards. See, bullies don't really want a fight. They want to pick on somebody who won't fight back. That's what they want to do, man. You listen to people, bullies are punks. Yeah. Right. Old lesbian bullies, especially. Especially. They're man. nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. So. I should have punched her. You should have kicked her in the pussy. Yeah, yeah. She swung first. I wouldn't be liable. There's not a court in the land that would convict you. I was defending myself. Kick her right in the mush. Yeah. Wow. Lose your shoe. And continue like, to show. Give me my shoe back. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't even think it's against the law to kick a lesbian in her pussy if she tries to hit you. No, it's you not. You gotta be careful. Lesbians can kick your ass, though. A lot no, of lesbians are pretty tough, man. No, I play basketball with some, man. They're very rough. Yeah, man. Yeah, they are. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I got like in my Krav Maga classes. I've seen these these lesbian chicks, and they're they're they can hit, man. Yeah, that's why I'm not really um, confrontational. A, is it weird if I get a boner when a lesbian punches me in Krav Maga class? Um, no, no. Good, no, good. No. They always get feel awkward, and I'm like, I don't feel awkward. Yeah, man. It's something about a woman's touch, even if she is lesbian. I even if her hands are rough. Yeah, it's still a woman. Doesn't doesn't bother me. Yeah. I mean, I fucked a lot worse than lesbians. Huh. So, in my day, back in my drinking days, I'd fuck just about anything that would fuck me. Yeah. Which is probably nothing I want to reveal on my podcast, but, you know, whatever, too late, it's already out there. It sounds exciting, though. (laughs) It does. Oh, so much regret. Man, do you really, though? Do you really regret some some of of it? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I would regret it. It sounds no, like it it's just, a story. It's a story, man. To well, share one day and enlighten. Maybe others. I'll do an episode where I talk about all the horrible people I fucked. You know. Hey, man, I tune in. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want to be known for. He's the hey, guy man, that fucked an elephant. Hey, man, but do you think that you're the only one? No. You know how many people want to hear that so they can that's, relate. That's why I'm scared to date like heavy drinking girls cause you know they fuck around man they don't when you're drunk yeah. you don't really think things through very well that's true man it depends on who you want in your life you know what I mean if you're trying to make her the one and only probably not the best idea but yeah. if you're just trying to have a little fun then that's what you take it for you know that's a good point but fun's dangerous fun is very dangerous it is yeah and uh and on the note of me fucking a fat elephant lesbian, I think that should uh, pretty much end the podcast. Absolutely. Where That's can we uh, see you on online? Oh, man, I would definitely go to either BigAssTeeth.com <laughs> or... Um, BigAssTeeth.com? Hey, That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that'll forward right to my website. And I want people <laughs> to, to get a... Hey, man, if they go to the video, some guy fell asleep at one of my shows, man, and I went in the I audience. I saw that. That was excellent. And it went viral, man. It was like a video that went viral. It was crazy. And uh, yeah, check out BigAssTeeth.com. You know, you can use my name, too, MikeWinfield.com. But people remember BigAssTeeth.com. You can't forget BigAssTeeth.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. So check out BigAssTeeth.com, everybody. Um, and I have a... Some big announcements soon. I've got some stuff cooking. Um, I have a new project I'm working on, and uh, I'm actually going to reopen my Facebook page, everybody, to promote it, which is pretty crazy, because I think that Facebook, Twitter, and social media is the devil. But sometimes you uh, need the devil on your side to promote shit. The devil's a good promoter, it ends up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you're a, a, a friend of mine and you're wondering where I went on Facebook, I'm just laying low for a while. I will be back as soon as this new project uh, is underway. 
So uh, look for that in uh, maybe a week or so. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. No, I appreciate thank you, it. man. Having a lot of fun all week, you know? Yeah, it was a blast working with you. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Smoke weed. <laughs>